God's people, on today's show, I interview my good friend, Gabriel Parker. He comes on the show to talk about a paradigm shift. That's right, a big word that I don't really know what it means right now, but I have a feeling he's going to give us the definition and tell us all about how, as believers, we need to be shifting our mind and not be guided by the ways of the world. On top of that, he debuts a new song from his project that features me. The song is called Numbers, and now you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. Inspiration, now in session. Inspire guys, Inspire people, guys the people. The podcast. Podcast. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. This entire podcast is for people who want to change, people who want something better in their lives. Like, that's what we've been about since day one. And so if you are a person that's been listening, I know for a fact, if you're listening right now, you are somebody that does not want to settle in your life. And I'm going to take it a step further. You are someone who doesn't want to settle at the foundational base of spirituality. Like you're trying to figure out, okay, how can I be successful in this life? Like, yeah, I'm talented. I'm skilled. I'm smart. Right. I'm brilliant. God has blessed me. But I want to make sure that these things that I'm doing are actually in alignment with his word. Like, that's the most important thing to me. I understand it. Yeah, big Instagram followings, big, you know, uh, Facebook followings and popular. Oh, drive a nice car. All, all those things sound amazing to you. But you are more concerned about your spirituality first and foremost. And let's take it a step further. You are willing to sacrifice those other things if it means that it, those things will take you out of the place that you're in with Christ. So that's who this show is targeted to. People who want better. That's the foundational. Like when I talk about guiding you to your purpose, that means that you're trying to be guided somewhere greater. Right. And so everything we do on this show is to encourage that every guest matters like all this stuff means something there's i try not to do anything in vain on this whole show even from the songs that i play um they have relevance to um the topics at hand and things like that so hopefully y'all are getting that from the show and enjoying those aspects and you know continue to show love we appreciate everybody listening in all the countries man sometimes i'm looking at the list of countries and people listening to the show and I'm like, dude, I don't know who in Guatemala listening to this show and why, but I appreciate you tuning in every week. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's all love. Uh, this has been a blessing for me as we are approaching episode 100. We've already done over 100 episodes, by the way. I think this is our 102nd and I can talk episode. But uh, we're, you know, I'm excited to approach episode 100 
of something that I really gave myself 12 weeks and said, hey, let's see what happens. Um, we're doing a podcast for 12 weeks. Um, and here we are. We've never missed a week. Over 100 weeks in a row. By the grace of God, just trying to be consistent in my purpose as I talk about guiding you to your purpose. But let's stop wasting time. Why are we talking about me? How did I get to talking about me? What's wrong with you, Jay? Let's, let's dial up the homie Gabe. Let, let's see what he's talking about. Let me interview you. Here's what we gon' do. You gon' talk to me and I'm gon' talk to you. Maybe on the phone or possibly in person. Either way it goes, we gon' be talking purpose. Hello? Gabe, what up, bro? What's going on, man? Chillin', man. How you feeling? I'm good, I'm good, bro. Welcome back to the show, man. Glad to have you oh, back. It's a pleasure. Has it? It's been it's been a couple of months. Yeah, man. It's been a while, bro. You ain't we ain't had you on. You know the, the pandemic hit, man. And I was just trying to stay away from all toxic people. So you know you <laughs> you fell into that hey, category. Hey, you missed this anointing, man. It's, yeah. Um, the glory cloud comes <laughs> when whenever I'm on the show. Dude, the cloud is you here. Know, no, I'm man. about to start. I'm about to start um, charging uh, the $133 prayer kits, you know, like, you know, like, like someone we know. But go man, ahead. Oh, my bad. Dude, don't make me don't make me get into that, man. These these <laughs> prayer kits, bro. Um, I got I ain't trying to sell y'all no prayer kits, but just cash app J Will Music and put prayer kit in the um in the donation joint. And I, I'll happily uh, pray over it. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. Um, no, nah, man, glad to have you on the show for real, for real, bro. Um, man, I figured I wanted to just have you on, you know, you've been here before, but you got a new project coming out, um, called Paradigm Shift. So, well, well, technically it's out. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, and you know what, even, even, even before now it was on pre-order, but the reason I'm saying that is because. It went the pre-order first to uh, Apple, and it wasn't on Google yet. So I was a little delayed in my, <laughs> I was a little <laughs> delayed in it being out for me. No, but no, congratulations, man! Um, Thanks, on, man. On dropping the project paradigm shift, and you know we talk all the time. But I was like, man, it's such a dynamic project, and I know with everything that's been going on in the world, on top of you having your own podcast, the Path of Revelation mm -hmm. show, um, which we'll talk about that as well. What I really wanted yeah. to do today was like unpack the topics of your project. So like kind of just go song for song. Cause I know that you are talking about a bunch of substance, but also kind of get your point yeah. of view on some things that's going on in the world today and talk about, you know, your show and anything else that's new for anyone who doesn't know Gabe, man, he's been on the show a couple of times. This is a good friend of mine um, since our college days, um, a, a solid brother. So definitely want you to check out um, the Path of Revelation podcast, uh, which is on Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify. Really, anywhere you can hear my podcast, um, you can hear his for the most part. So make sure you're checking it out and showing some love. Um, you know, talk about your show a little bit before we get into the project, just so they know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the only yeah. one out here podcasting for the <laughs> Lord, man. Yeah, so, so I know we have some of the same listeners, but for those who listen to inspire God's people, but don't listen to my show. Um, I'm the host of path of revelation podcast. Um, the slogan of the show is where the culture meets scripture, where the whole purpose of the show is to approach culture 
with a biblical lens, you know. So really, the purpose of the show is is counterculture, but being proactive as believers um, and having the mind of Christ within culture. So we approach uh, topics of the day, um, not just topics of the day, but just important, relevant topics that I think affect us on a regular, you know, from the issues with racial tension um, to just how we as believers should be navigating and thinking through pop culture and the things that are being thrown at us, man, because it's so easy to be distracted. It's so much content and information being tossed at us. And unfortunately, man, a lot of people um, can be um, pulled in and, and drifting, found drifting away from the principles and the mindset of Christ, um, even if they profess to be Christians. And so my goal is just to help edify the body, encourage, challenge, um, all of those wonderful things and inspire God's people just in in my lane. No, you know what? And I'll say this, man, for the listeners of Inspire God's People out there, um, you know, I, I would urge anybody to listen to both of our shows because, like you said, your show, where it's different, right? Like, our shows are similar in the fact that we have the common goal um, of pointing people to Christ and having this Christian perspective. For me, it's more bringing that perspective um, and balancing faith and business, right? So I talk a lot of right. entrepreneurial things, business, professional, self-development, right? Those type of things. Right. But your show is, the reason I think people would need both is because you are talking about the culture in Christ. So whereas I'm talking right. about right. business, you're really digging into the culture. And for a lot of people, there are topics that I graze over because it's just not relevant for my show. And there may be, you know, things that's going on in the world today. And, you know, people like, oh, I don't know what to do about this, all the racial stuff and all this. You tackle a lot of those issues a lot more than I do. And I think that's uh, relevant and valuable yeah. for uh, my listeners as well, man. So definitely appreciate what you're doing, bro. No, likewise, bro. No doubt. Yeah, and it's it's, I think it's relevant, bro, because, you know, that balance, you know, we need we're the body of Christ, you know. Yeah. And so we, you know, it's important. Yeah, man. I, and I thank God for it. You know, like we we do a lot of the same stuff, but the Lord has allowed us um, to have a brotherhood that is not built on competition. Um, we share Perhaps. a lot of trade secrets with each other <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and talk through things. And we've been doing that for close to, you know, what? 15 or more years now, probably more than 15. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So I want to talk, man, just paradigm shift. Like, can, can we start with the title? Like, and for the listeners out there, you know, Gabe um, is a Christian rapper. Um, and he's not just a Christian rapper, similar to myself, right? He, he's a minister. Uh, and this dude has been leading ministry since when I was in college, he um, led a Bible study group and a ministry on campus. So much more than a Christian rapper, which is always um, a bonus because you end up getting someone who has music that if you printed the lyrics out, it would be like, you know, reading a sermon. And so t today I want to really dig into your album. You know, we, um, you know, like I want people to hear the album, but I really want them to hear the meaning. So like, can we start with Paradigm Shift? Like just what, what does For that sure. mean? And, and how did you land on that title? Yeah, so the the title of the project Paradigm Shift um 
for those who don't know, the definite, the basic definition of paradigm shift is when you think one way about something, um, um, whether it be a, an event that you're witnessing, it could be something you believe about God. It could just be any anything that you believe about anything. When you think one particular way, and then you're presented with more information um, and clarity about what you think about something and you and it causes you to change your mindset of what you once thought about something so uh, a very simple example would be um especially in the day and age that we're in we're in such a clickbait um um, culture where you see a 15 second clip and you just draw and everybody's drawing a conclusion off of like clips you know yeah, what i'm saying like highlights it's, it's weird yeah it's like highlights like you just form a whole paradigm off of just seeing a 15 second clip well let's just imagine if we were watching a surveillance a 30 second surveillance and we see a man with a gun and he shoots someone right yeah and we're like man he just committed murder he should be he should go to jail he should um you know spend the rest of his life in prison and you form an opinion based off of that 30 second clip that you just saw. And then when more information comes out, you find out that the person he shot was breaking into his house and was shooting at him first. Yep. And he only shot the person in response to self-defense, defending his home and his family. And so that changes the whole paradigm um, where you thought one way and then you received more information and it changed your whole paradigm about what you had witnessed and so the whole title of the project paradigm shift is saying that we need a paradigm shift when it comes to how we view god how we view culture um putting the focus back on christ um things aren't always as they may seem you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Um, you know, some things that we look at and form opinions about, we're looking at those things from a surface standpoint, and we're not realizing that there are deeper agendas and meanings behind the things that we're casting judgment on um, and is skewing our judgment and how we view things. And it's not even about conspiracy theories. Um, it's about truth. You know, and so that's the whole um, purpose of the project. So I'm dealing with a lot of different topics, um, which really is meant to challenge even the Christian worldview on if you profess to be a Christian, um, it's important to know why. Why are you a Christian? You know, because when you start getting into these deep questions, you may find and I just talked about this on my last episode. Um, where Paul encourages the uh, church of Corinth in second Corinthians chapter 13, he says, examine yourself to see if you be in the faith. Like some of us may find, yeah, some of us may find as we start examining ourselves that we may not truly be Christian. Okay. We may just, (laughs) so let let me say this real quick, because uh, first of all, this is super dope. Um, you definitely came on the show with like luggage, like Louis Vuitton luggage packed. <laughs> and like, we got to unpack some of what you just said because it was a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, first yeah. of all, 
this idea of the need. I love that you're talking about the need for a paradigm shift. Like you're just basically acknowledging like, yo, it's a lot going on today. And a lot of times we're not looking at the full picture, starting with ourselves. Right. When you talk about the need to examine ourselves, because like even before we get into the topics, like there is a lot of times a paradigm shift needed for for the way we view ourselves. Facts. And that can be look, it's a this is about balance. Anybody know balance is important to me. So you got to look at both sides. For instance, there are some of us who deal with issues as it relates to thinking too highly of ourselves. The Bible yep. has scriptures about that, literally saying don't think too highly of yourself. And then some of us have low self-esteem, and then that's where we need scriptures like, hey, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So the key yep. to a proper paradigm is to have balance. And I think having the entire picture is what gives balance. The last thing I'll say, it yes. also reminds me of like how people, some people don't, um, you know, they only read the Old Testament. And they build whole religions off the Old Testament. It's like, bro, you need the whole like situation. And so I love that you're I love that you're doing that and addressing um, this need in the world today, like you said, where people are just taking sound bites and clips and snippets and right. running behind things they don't even know what they're running behind. Um, and I know even that is with balance because in, in some cases, you know, it's like, yo, thank thank God we had the video for this because then it actually showed the entire paradigm. Um, and right. sometimes it does the opposite where the video changes. Um, the perspective. But I think the key in what you're saying is that in every single situation, regardless of what it is, let's get the entire picture. Yeah. The Bible says a person who answers something before getting the full message is a fool. Um, and I'm just speaking in, it's in Proverbs somewhere. And I'm speaking in layman's terms. Um, but so we don't, what I'm learning is I don't have to have an opinion about everything. Yeah. Um, I just need to make sure that I'm um, walking out my salvation with fear and trembling. I do understand my position as an influencer that I have a responsibility to speak on certain things, but at the end of the day, I can't be losing my sleep on everything. But so what would you say? To, yeah. What would you say mm-hmm. on that? to people out there because i think that's an important thing a lot of people do feel like they have to give an opinion on everything that happens in the world that's something that i think a lot of people are burdened with and so what is your advice or your thoughts around how do you manage especially having a podcast where you're you know coming on the air every single week how do you manage like which topics you do talk about Versus the ones that you like, no, I don't have an opinion on that. And you're not going to force me to have an opinion on it. Um, I'm learning to depend on the Holy Spirit. And I know that could be a cliche, sound cliche. Um, but literally, with all of the responsibilities um, that I believe the Lord has given me, I, I can't. It's, it would be too much for me to be watching what everybody's talking about. And so I literally just depend on the Holy spirit. Like it's been a couple of weeks where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take a break and I'm not going to do a show today. I'll be straight if I don't even have to do a show. And 
um, the Lord will burden me with something that I may have been seeing or, you know, hey, I, you know, I, I feel the unction like I need to speak on this and give a biblical perspective um, on this, you know. And so really just depending on the Holy Spirit and really learning how to mind my business, you know. Um, you know, <laughs> because you, you have influencers and this is not a shot at anybody, but sometimes we as Christians, we could be so reactive, yep. um, that we're looking to have an opinion about everything. And what ends up happening is we're looking to have an opinion about everything that we're not focusing on our own self-development and personal yep. growth. And that's we're, part we're, of it. Like being yep. able to, like, like you said in Corinthians, examine yourself. Like some of yep. us are examining the world so much. And I used to be hypercritical like that when I was a little younger in the faith. Like I was always trying to correct outside things. And I thank God for the peace that comes from when you start seeing, examining yourself and seeing the flaws, whether it be sin or just things that um, you need to shore up and get. You know, maybe, maybe, hey, you are a prayer uh, typically, but you and you notice in the last three months, like, man, I haven't even been praying like I used to. I've had seasons like that yeah. or, hey, I love reading the word. But then I might have a season where I'm like, yo, these last four months, I really haven't been reading. Some yeah. of us are so focused on everyone else that we can't see the need for God in our own lives. And I like something you said. You mm -hmm. said that you are burdened by the Lord when that's what causes you to speak on things. And I think some yeah. of us has mixed it up because we allow ourselves to be burdened by the world. Yeah. It's a difference. It's a major difference. It's a, it's a major difference because the world will, when, when you allow yourself to be burdened by the world, we have to understand that the world's burden is rooted in self-righteousness and pride. Yep. Um, a, a, given a few examples, like the world will cry. Okay. And, and since we're in the midst of the black lives matter culture, um, I'll just use this for an example um, where you have some people or a group, I'll just say the organization of black lives matter. Yeah. Um, not the thought because we, of course we all believe black lives matter. Exactly. But the organization Black Lives Matter will um, cause an uproar about black people who are killed by law enforcement or white law enforcement unjustly, which is rightfully so, but then will turn around and support abortion, yeah. which is killing more black people than anything. And so that's the paradigm. Yeah, go ahead. My bad. That, so that's the that's a paradigm, right? Um, that's hypocrisy and self-righteousness where I, I have a line in one of our um, Path of Revelation song, the song Relentless, where I say um, something along the lines of how we we talk um, we talk about abortion, like we we advocate for abortion, but we don't care about uh, black lives or, or we don't care about the other aspect of ped like ped like we'll look down on a pedophile while being pro-abortion yeah and and, and that and, and, they, and to your <laughs> point self-righteousness will n never allow you to see the complete picture so Facts. 
if if me and you bump into each other, right? And mm-hmm. and all I know is we bumped into each other and then I just hit you in your jaw. It's like yep. yo, I'm like I'm so self-righteous, I think you wrong. But what I did what right. I didn't see was that you tripped over something and that's what caused you to bump into me. So, yeah. but if I just focus on the bump, and I think that's the world we live in today, we, yeah. we're basically saying, hey, forget all the outside factors of why something happened and whatever. A bump is a bump. And if, if you bump somebody, it always means this. And I think that causes us to be so self-righteous that it's like, yeah. yo, what happens when you trip over something and bump someone, but you just want right. to ignore that? Now let me let me bring this full circle real quick because what you're saying is 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 so true. But getting back to the examine yourself to see if you be in the faith, right? Yep. When we look at Matthew chapter seven, and this is a scripture that is funny that most um self righteous people will quote this scripture. Um, when defending their self-righteousness, will say, judge not lest you be judged, right? <laughs> well, when we look at all of Matthew 7 and go past verse 1 and 2, which is usually where people stop, yeah. um, Jesus says, judge not lest you be judged. The matter at which you judge, you're going to receive that same judgment. But then he goes on to say, before you point out the speck in your brother's eye, yeah. Deal with the law in your own eye. Yep. And then he he begins to go into um, righteous, which is really righteous judgment, because he never says don't address the speck in exactly. your brother's eye. But he says deal with the log in yours first. We want to ignore the log in our eye and jump right to the speck. And then here's the here's the kicker and why this is so important to examine ourselves to see we if we be in the faith. Because in Matthew 7, when we go down to, I believe, starting at like verse 21 through 23, something like that, Jesus makes the connection with self-righteousness and hypocrisy actually causing people to lose heaven, lose out on heaven. He says, some some people are going to cry, Lord, Lord, I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. I did all of these wonderful works in your name. And he says, I'm going to respond, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. All of that is within context of being self-righteous, being prideful, only being able to see what other people are doing wrong while not being able to look at yourself and deal with the log in your own eye. And And the problem problem mm -hmm. with that, too, is that is this something I notice in life? We always judge someone else's spec, spec more mm-hmm. harshly than we judge our own law. So it's like, yo, no matter what, what my shortcoming is, like, I can be way worse than you are, right? But right. if you did something, and let's say you did something publicly, and so it made mm-hmm. it cool to make fun of Gabe, to judge Gabe. Now, I can mm-hmm. privately be a way worse person than Gabe, but mm. I'm judging, I'm calling for Gabe imprisonment. And, this, and I think, you know, the overall point is as believers, right? Remember, we're talking about as believers. We're not talking about what's going on right. in the world. 
like you said, we're not talking about um, not um, not having justice or not um, judging the spec. But what we are saying is like there is a level of self accountability that right. seems to be absent in the body of Christ right now, at least from the standpoint of what you hear being preached. Yeah, that's the danger in Christians gravitating to these different movements, because many of these movements like Black Lives Matter. Um, and again, I agree with the sentiment that Black Lives Matter. But when we talk about the organization and the overall movement, um, just like politics and right, left, many of the movements they're they're rooted in self-righteousness. Yeah. So they'll point out legitimate sin, but they'll ignore their own sin. And the problem with many of us as Christians linking up with these organizations is they require us to abandon biblical principles and biblical truth. Um, Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. You're going to either despise one and cling to the other. And so the more we indoctrinate ourselves in the world because all of this represents the world and the bible says be not conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind the reality is some of us because we don't read the bible like we should and we're not consistent in digging in the word of god we don't think the word of god has answers to the, the issues that are happening in the world Yo, that's... and a lot of it has and, and a lot of it has to do because we're listening to commentary from secular sources or even sources that claim to be Christians, but aren't giving you a Christian worldview concerning the topics that they're addressing. So, look, as it relates to that, you know, I think you just said something super important, you know, mm -hmm. a paradigm shift. And I, now I'm preaching your, your message, but a, <laughs> a paradigm shift. The reason the shift happens is because you got the proper information from the proper source. In yes. order for believers to have a proper paradigm shift. Ooh, you said, man, listen, you can't just brush over that. <laughs> the proper information from the proper source. Go ahead. My bad. Yeah, I'm no, just... like, but that's the thing is like, so you pointed it out. We're allowing ourselves to get all of our information for what we're going to do next in life and how do we react to these issues? And, and let's just call it what it is. We're either getting it from people who aren't saved. And when I say that, I mean, they openly, they're not believers. They're not people who believe in Jesus. And in a lot of cases, I'm seeing people get information from people who directly um, are anti Jesus. Right. Um, yep. And that's just a nice way for me to say, not say what anti Christ. Right. Cause I think Antichrist yep. sounds harsher because that's what we're used to hearing. Um, but I just literally mean someone who who doesn't think Jesus is our savior and we're getting information right. from them and or like you said, um, getting our information from immature believers who have a platform. And that's one of the things that yeah. we have to understand today is we have to begin separating. Hey, this guy has a million followers and he says he's a Christian versus. Yeah this guy's a Christian or this girl's a Christian because, and, and what I mean by that is it's not about them. It's about their source. So I'm not asking you to try to judge people and say, Hey, this guy ain't saved. This guy is no, what I'm saying though is we know. Good the and well. source. 
Yeah, we know good and well when we're getting biblical information and when you listen to somebody and you're like, oh, yeah, this show is entertaining. But Jay Will, he don't never really talk about the Bible. He just going to be petty and talk about what he think or how he grew up. And this is important that we need a proper paradigm shift, which means we need our information rooted in the word of God. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's what our song, the song on my project that's featuring you actually numbers. And I believe you may have played it during the show. Um, you know, that's what we're talking about. You know, I'm a play. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to play it right now. OK, I'm, I'm going to play that joint right now. And then we're going to let them we're going to let them. You want to let them hear it or you want to talk about it first, then play it. How you want to do it? Uh. I'll say what I'm going to say real quick. You let them play. You could play it. So, I mean, that's what the song is about. Not, not being, because here's the, I say something and then you guys are here. I say majority isn't always right. Like majority was actually screaming, crucify him. You know what I'm saying? Like numbers can't always be how we judge quality of the content that we're getting, but go ahead, man. No, that look, we we might as well talk about it first and then let them hear it because you you didn't you didn't got into it. Like here's the thing, right? The song mm-hmm. numbers, and you know they they're hear it in the song when you when you first told me about it. Number one, it kind of organically happened because of some of our conversation during that time when we wrote yeah. that song, and we were talking about things like a podcast and our music. And you know, I think this is important to be able to be transparent with our audiences, like. You know, there are times when you are creative and you're really trying to balance like, okay, I'm creating this amazing podcast by the grace of God. I want to inspire God's people to go on the path of revelation. But like, I I don't like how these days you got to be superficial to try to, it's like the marketing seems a little like, uh, like sideways or you can't be talking truth. And so sometimes we have to make the conscious decision. You know what? I'm not worried about the numbers. I I know that I'm doing this in the minority. I know that this song or this show might not get a lot of listens or it might make people mad. But I truly believe in this. So I have to stand on this versus suppressing the truth because you're trying to grow your show. Right. And that's a reality that we deal with. And we have to be honest about it, you know, um, and approaching this song, that song, that's, that's what I love about this project, you know, and how, and I could say this for both of us, how we create art, you know, I know you could say the same for how you create your, your, everything that you do. It is a reflection of my, of my mindset and, and what I really try to live by. You know, so it's not a gimmick, you know, nothing that you're getting on this project, on the podcast, like it's not a gimmick. And I know we're in a day and age where you have to, it almost seems like you have to have a gimmick to, to get people feel like you have to have a gimmick to get people's attention. And I'm, you know, I'm just not going to, I just can't do that. Like, well, that's what the the paradigm should like you really even hearing you talk is getting me excited because it's like, yo, I'm hyped because the, the paradigm shift for a Christian creative or a Christian artist is, Hey, let's stop letting the world tell us how to act as artists just to get attention. 
Now, here's the thing, balancing it out, right? I know the reality of it is sometimes numbers do lead to people having worldly success. And by worldly, I don't mean anti-God. I just mean natural in the world success. So, like, you know, I heard about the little kid that played with toys all day on YouTube and the equal $24 million contract or something, right? So what happens is we will see those type of things, and that is true, yes. You know, if you build your show up and millions of people like it, it might lead to some level of success. But we see that and what we can't balance out, that we, we, we need a paradigm shift because we need to see the other side of like, okay, it's okay if you get numbers by being authentically who God created you to be and you're doing something that doesn't compromise your Christianity. But for every kid that makes a a million subscribers or something on YouTube just from playing with toys, there's probably a hundred other people who had to compromise their faith to get their million. And we just want to have a paradigm shift and make sure as creative Christians and business owners and professionals that we're able to make decisions that are rooted in the faith, even when sometimes it goes against conventional belief that, hey, Mm -hmm. you got to do this because you're an artist, Gabe. You got to dress like this. You got to talk like this. And then you end up losing yourself in the process. Facts. Yeah. No, that's that's in a nutshell. That's that's what it is, you know. Um, And and so with with the whole paradigm shift, paradigm shift is just a a more intellectual way of saying we need revival. Because there's no such thing as revival without your heart and mind being changed. Yeah. Um, you know, even our idea of what revival is needs to change. Because for some of us, our ideal of revival is we go get in church and have late night church service, shout, sweat, and run around. But revival doesn't start in a building. It starts within us. It starts but- within our hearts. But the, the reason that people can't, and this is to your point why the paradigm shift is so necessary, is because even those simple truths are so, are so far away from how people think today. The first thing we do is that if somebody found out right now that one of us was a multimillionaire, their whole perspective of, of us would change. Like, we would then become successful in their minds. But the thing that about it is, and, and, and specifically talking about numbers, I know millionaires who have 30 followers on Facebook, like that you don't know them there. So like the paradigm shift is like, we need to stop focusing so much on numbers and not looking at the total picture to where we think, yes, I know some people may be successful and they have numbers there, but it's a lot of people faking for the numbers too. And that's the thing that, and I'm just being real, like as a Christian creative, you know, I have those levels that's like, it's some things I'm just not going to do because number one, I, and we always say this, like we talk about this. I don't want to waste time trying to prove pe- to people that I'm successful when that's time that I could have actually spent being successful. Right. And I, no, I, think, 100%. I think people these days put more value in like, oh, it's, it seemed like Jay doing this. It seemed like Gabe getting money. Versus like, is Gabe getting money or not? Is Gabe really successful? Because in people's mind, as long as it seemed like you killing, they don't care that you behind on your mm-hmm. rent. But what right. we should be more concerned about is like, yo, my family's really taken care of. I'm really good, whether people know it or not. I'm working, this, that, and the other. So 
Um, right. You got anything but to you say? Know, oh, go ahead. No, no, we we do that. That's really good. But but we do that because we're not content in Christ. When when people do that, and really the whole numbers conversation is deeper than just the numbers. It really comes down to: Are you a people pleaser, or are you seeking to please God? Man, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day. I chase people's approval. I'm chasing numbers, which represents people's approval um, because I'm not content in Christ. You can't be content in Christ and care about the things that don't really matter. Um, You you can't be content and ungrateful at the same time. You got to choose one. And so that's really what it comes down to. And so that's what I'm constantly striving and, and, and to to be to to be content in Christ, that doesn't mean that I don't pursue goals and purpose. But contentment is really just having things in its proper perspective, and truly having Christ as your source and number one in your life. Being consumed with pleasing Him above all others will actually lead to you be to you being balanced in other areas of your life um, and, when, when you do it God's way. so And that's important because, and, and I, I, I'll say this, right, before we let them hear this song. Um, it, Another way that numbers, like when, when you think about numbers, popularity, celebrity, right? We see celebrities mm-hmm. now. If a celebrity, and I, I'm not going to, I almost, having you on the show, see, your show is about culture. I think you bring in the path of revelation spirit in here. Um, I don't be talking about all this stuff all the time, but, no, but like, but, go ahead. But we talk about this stuff. Yeah, I talk outside right. of your show all the time. <laughs> right, so yeah, it's, they it's, don't know. It's, I talk about it, right? Right, but go ahead. No, so like <laughs> when you think about like this, the whole how entanglement became a thing, and we don't even have to get into the the situation. Right. But when I, when I think about the need for a paradigm shift. Once that became popular because of the numbers, right? Because of the exposure and the celebrity behind it, I started seeing people talk about an entanglement as like a real relationship option. Like as like, yo, like how we're viewing marriage is being destroyed because not just because of sin, because this is where the need for a paradigm shift goes beyond sin to me. Because, yes, we've all sinned and fallen short, right? But sin becomes different in this one aspect to me. Mm -hmm. Sin becomes very different when a person doesn't call it sin. That's something I've seen in my life where it's like sin, yes, sin is sin. I'm with you. You know what I mean? Like, cool. I mean, you got the seven deadly sins. You got the way it's framed up differently in the Bible in different instances. But if we want to have as a blanket statement, Sin is sin. I'm cool with you on that. But if we mm-hmm. say sin is sin, that means sin is sin. But if I say right. that something isn't a sin, that is where it gets tricky. And so to have something like an entanglement, I'm not going to get into the people's personal business and how they got there and all that stuff. Cool. Let's lead them out of it. But for mm-hmm. you not to acknowledge that that's a sin and to right. start introducing that as an option that is very, very, very yeah, dece- deceitful and demonic in nature. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, so we, it really, 
It really is. So I think we need a, I I was just going to say, I think we need a paradigm shift. Um, Like again, talking about the source of our information. If you out there and you getting all your information from like all these great celebrities, because they got millions of followers, so they must be telling the truth. But yet you never listen to the Path of Revelation uh, podcast. I just want y'all to know today, like this is where like my boy Gabe comes in. Um, If you never heard his show before, um, just check out Path of Revelation podcast and your your um website is pathofrevelationnow.com. Um, yes. But we got to make sure that and the reason I'm pushing y'all to his show is not just because he's a friend of mine, um, but just like other businesses and people I've had on this show. Like, I just believe in pushing people towards Christians who are promoting Christianity because of the fact that like, yo, like. I don't know. It's almost like we getting lost in the sauce and losing track of who we are. But I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to play this song called Numbers. This is from my boy, Gabriel Parker. His new project entitled Paradigm Shift is available everywhere uh, right now that music is heard. And the song that I'm featured on is entitled Numbers. You're going to check this out. And when we get back, we're going to continue talking to Gabriel Parker about his project and all of the concepts behind Paradigm Shift. Solomon's porch, we had church in a house on the couch, do you copy me? It was me and my brothers and sisters, my mother, my father, we don't have a following. While I'm at it, grandma had a church too, at the Holy Ghost, house of faith in Christ. It was nothing but the word, day and night, it was nothing but the word, say it twice. Fifteen people was a packed house, kids in the back about to pass out. Been in church so long, I could sing these songs in my sleep. Boy, shut up and sit down. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we have the Victory in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you have to flee. I bring that mentality into the music. Numbers don't add up, there's more to it. If I'm less Christian, more follow. Keep the fans, I was cool without them. Tell me, who are you without them? Probably wouldn't have a clue without them, cause you're afraid to know how it feels to start at the top and go to the bottom. What many chasing numbers? My audience is one. Audience is one. When my breath is gone, what you wanna hear? Just wanna hear what well done. What many chasing numbers? Many chasing numbers. My audience is one. When my breath is gone, what you wanna hear? Just wanna hear what well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. I told him, ain't living for numbers. Well done. Well done. Against the one, that is what be done. Ain't living for numbers. Kill my will, that's odd. To the ones that wanna chase cloud. People will have you against God. Crucifying was champion by crowd. Majority isn't always right. You could be outnumbered long as you're on his side. Easy to choose the mob over God. Whether please men and let the rabbit slide. Our mask is a screen. Every day on social media is Halloween. He calls us wife a queen. She calls him king. But in real life, you wouldn't know the marriage suffering. But hold up, they were just lovey dovey. Online fronting each other like a trophy. See my social media and think you know me. Always smiling, but I'm depressed and lonely. A facade, they come in many layers. Validated as long as the numbers there. Came by identity and hearts. 
Likes and shares, but in Christ, know that the remnant's rare. Contentment is worth more than any jewel. Any jewel. The wisdom is trash to a fool. To a fool. Carelessly living through celebrities can't take money and fame when they bear me. Bear me. Levels of fame are iconic. On top of the world, pray skyrockets, but can't sleep. Suicidal thoughts toxic. Unfulfilled, overdose, but there's a profit. What many chasing numbers? My audience is one. Audience is one. When my breath is gone, what you wanna hear? Just wanna hear what well done. What many chasing numbers? Many chasing numbers. My audience is one. When my breath is gone, what you wanna hear? Just wanna hear what well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. I told them, ain't living for numbers. Well done. Well done. All right, guys, people, you just heard Paradigm Shift by Gabriel Parker featuring yours truly, J. Will Music. That song is entitled Numbers. And uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that, man. Add that to your Apple Music and Spotify playlist today. And make sure you show Gabriel some love um, on social media. Check out his website, pathofrevelationnow.com. And now we're going to continue to talk about this new project as well as the Path of Revelation podcast and some things that's been on Gabriel's mind. So, Gabe, I want to talk to you yes, now. Um, I'm going to pick a couple other songs, man, because we, we, we go in so much on one topic, which is amazing, right. and it's a good thing. Let's talk about Denial. That's number four. Tell us about the concept right, behind Denial. Um, denial is really just dealing with how kind of continuing from the whole self-righteous aspect. A lot of times when we think of self-righteousness, um, it's funny how when we think of self-righteousness, we automatically think church folk, the church mother, <laughs> or the church people who are telling you, oh, you can't wear a lipstick, take off, take those pants off and, you know, and all of that type of s stuff. But we don't think about self-righteousness um, within the context of us being experts at pointing out everyone else's sin while being experts at ignoring our own. And so the song Denial really just deals with the whole scope of things where, okay, um, for example, um, one of the aspects in the song, I deal with slavery and mm. how um, black people were enslaved by white people, which is horrific. That's a reality. But there's another aspect to that where the transatlantic slave trade probably would not have been as successful as it was or, or been able to even happen if first Africans um, didn't enslave Africans and sell Africans to, to white slave traders um, with the air, the, um, the Arabic slave trade and all of that. It's, it's, it's the whole aspect. And listen, I don't bring that point out to say, Hey, let's leave. Let's ignore the sins that happened by white people. But it is to see the whole scope that, hey, all men are sinful. Um, one thing that we see throughout history is when men are in power, regardless of their ethnicity and color, when men are in power, because men are evil, men are sinners by nature, men inflict hurt 
to other humans. They hurt and 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 do evil things yeah. when they're in power. But you, um, and so no, go ahead, go ahead. finish. My bad. And, and so the song "Denial" is really, in a nutshell, saying, "Hey, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God." And so if we deal with one sin, we should be able to acknowledge all of the sin as a problem and, and our need um, and for Christ. Because here's the thing with self-righteousness, what self-righteousness does is it doesn't point back to Christ. It says, hey, you're evil. You're wrong for doing this against me or my people. And it, hey, we need justice or and many times when we say justice, we really mean we need revenge. Yeah. And nobody's repenting and turning to Christ when the Bible says he desires that none perish and that all come to repentance. That's all. And so having a biblical worldview should allow us to acknowledge sin, but not become self-righteous in our acknowledgement of sin, but be able to say, hey, I'm a sinner, too. Hey, that's awful. But I'm a sinner too. See, that's tough though for people because and I'm I'm learning when you tell half of the story, it makes it easy to push your narrative and your agenda. So yeah. when you look at all the politician commercials that'll come out and you got the Democratic National Convention, I'm sure the Republican one is coming up or something. I don't really keep up with all that stuff as far as dates, but I'm sure a lot of y'all out there doing there's nothing wrong with that. But one thing I notice is this, bro. Every commercial that a politician has tells all their good parts. Like, I have never in my life seen a political campaign that actually told what that person did wrong. It only tells all the good they do. And then at the end of it, what do they say? I approve this message. And I think the problem with some of us is we keep approving our own messages versus seeking the Lord and reading his word and being like, yo, Jay will, I know you approve your message, but does God approve your message? Yeah. I mean, that's the purpose of self-righteousness. The purpose of self-righteousness is to elevate you. I think that's why the enemy will take legitimate evil and, and, uh, approach or deal with legitimate evil from a self-righteous standpoint just to usher in more evil. What do I mean by that? We see in the climate of social justice that we're in, there are certain instances, and I, and I, and I say certain instances because I don't believe every situation is the same, but there are certain instances of racism that takes place. Racism still exists, right? Yep. Racism is evil. We can we can all agree on that. But here what the enemy will do is he'll take this and say, man, racism is evil. We need justice. But his idea of justice is really revenge. Equality doesn't truly mean equality. It means self-exaltation, where now we look at the climate today, where I think that many of the movements that we're seeing has opened up the door for now we're seeing, oh, black is king or black we are gods or there's nothing wrong with worshiping ancestors or you know we are deities or and and all of these principles and ideas are actually antichrist because 
my 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 stand against racism shouldn't turn into me glorifying myself as a god okay i want to i want to say this because i don't want you to i don't want that to be something someone misses right because we're saying it's a lot of good things being said but i think that's key um when we talk about a paradigm shift and we we really talking about a change of heart a revival a change of mind and how we view things as a believer. And I want to be specific about this one because I, I know, obviously, it's, it's one that we're dealing with, right? So right. what happens today, if we play out the scenario that you just gave, we have racial, racial injustice or prejudice, right? And right. you'll have, like, something that happens. Um, and, and we would think that, hey, we, we all should be able to agree that this right here is racially charged is wrong, right? But you get this one side of people that want to just nothing is racism to them. It's just all like it's like, whoa, wait a minute. So none of the cases was, you know what I mean? And then you get this other side of people um, that even sometimes maybe starts off righteous. The indignation starts off righteous when you're like, hey, I'm upset. I'm tired of what's going on. OK, I'm with you. Let, let's do it. We tired of what's going on. But then what happens on both sides is people go to extreme measures. And you yep. end up somewhere that has nothing to do with God. And what a right. paradigm shift is saying is, all right, y'all, let's look at the entire picture here. Yes, something happened. But can we ever solve an issue without Christ? No. Right. So that doesn't mean I don't want to solve the issue. That means if I find myself going down the wrong road and I'm laying down, bowing to an ancestor. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Wait a minute now. What, what are we doing? Burning, burning candles and worshiping ancestors. Let, let's take a break here. Yes, I was against racism. I was against the injustice. I was, I was mad like you, but uh, I, I still, I need Jesus to lead me on this path. And if we do that, we'll be united right. by faith. And we won't, go, we won't be attempting to worship ourselves, but we really be, will be attempting uh, to fight for justice for those who are being uh, robbed of that and overlooked versus going on a self self-righteous path of self-worship facts it's like it's like the reality okay if i if you or let, i'll just make myself the bad guy if if i if i robbed you took your money took your car broke into your house destroyed all your property you would be the victim right yeah. Clearly, and I should be prosecuted for my crimes. I'm I'm guilty, but as guilty as I am, that does not relieve you of your sin. You still need a savior, even when you're a victim. Yeah, that's like, a good point. And like, and if I go out and do all that same stuff to you, I'm going to jail with you. So facts. your your sin does not relieve me of my sin. So. It, it's not right. like, yo, Gabe did me wrong. So therefore, hey, I, I never I can go and rob him and all that. And it's just as far. And I think that's, you know, you, we look at talking about as believers, right, how we should think. And that is where we have to really lean on God, God to be our avenger. Not 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 Man. Tony Stark, not <laughs> Iron Man, uh, you know, Captain America. Like God is our <laughs> avenger in so many of us are trying to avenge our own sin. And what happens is sin begat sin. Um, So no, man, I I think that's amazing. I want to talk about at least one more song um, Mm -hmm. before we get out of here. So 
I'm thinking, man, all right, I'm going to let you choose. We, the, the songs we didn't talk about was Supremacy 2, God With Us featuring uh, I Katrina. I'd say I already know. I think God With Us. Um, okay, let's do it. Is a perfect transition because um, God with us in a nutshell is that's that's like a that song is apologetics in three minutes. It's a okay. apologetic song where in that song, um, the first verse represents conversations that I've had with non Christians, yeah, non Christian friends um, about if God is real or if God really cared, why did he allow this to happen? Like if God is real, why did he allow slavery? Why did he allow, why does he allow the innocent kid to be killed by a straight bullet? Like why does God allow good people to die? And so um, all of these things are, are positions that people take, which really help, um, create a foundation for why they reject Christ. Wow. Um, and, and, and so in that particular song, um, the second verse is me responding to that person. Um, and so that, that first verse honestly probably represents two to three different people that I consider friends that I've talked with. Um, and in that first verse, are arguments that they've all brought up, you know, whether it was one of them or all of them. And so in the second verse, I'm responding, um, biblically, um, to all of these points, which a lot of times are legitimate, like they're good questions. Like, you know, it's nothing wrong with asking these type of questions. Um, but I think that when we, um, have these, these standards or, or have these questions, we have to at least be open to hear, um, um, if we're you, at the Christian worldview, look, like if you're saying, you, go ahead. No, no, mm-hmm. look, cause you, you be, you know, we, we do this all the time. So anybody listening, I'm only cutting him off when he say something that I like, it gotta be like that, that last, that last part. Right. And it, this mm-hmm. whole idea of a paradigm shift, you cannot have a paradigm shift if you don't allow yourself to hear the gospel. So it's like, right. if you're going to ask me a question, and we see that a lot today, we see it on Facebook. That's why I'm not on Facebook. I haven't been on Facebook for a month, and I'm thinking about just blowing the whole thing up, my whole page, and just letting <laughs> it go, deactivating it. You know, I just deleted it for now. Right. But part right. of that is because I'm like, I want to have dialogue. I want to... I want to hear, like, I don't want to just, I don't think I'm 100%, like, I'm not the answer. I'm trying to uh, wrestle through the word of God and think through things. And I think we've, we've kind of turned into a society of people where we think we know so much that we're not trying to hear anything else. And I'm going to tell you the worst mm. thing that can happen to some of us is somebody co-signing us. Some of mm. us got some cosigns from people who don't even have good credit in the faith themselves, but because mm. we got some cosigners, we just some people like, who have numbers sometimes. Th- that's or, a good way or, to put it. <laughs> we get it. Look, if somebody with the numbers backs you up and cosign what you're saying, you literally taking that like the gospel. 
But but I think yeah. the, the call. And look, and can ahead. I say can yeah. I say this real quick? And it don't even have to be a personal co-sign. Like they don't even have to be personally co-signing you. But you can see, oh, I'm thinking the same Great way point. as this person who has big. Because they a lot of times they don't even know who you are. They don't know you're like, exists. oh man, I think the same way. I think the same way as them. And, oh, and it's almost like and such we, and such said this, so I'm good. Like sometimes mm. we get a a celebrity justifies our sin. So we keep sinning or, you know, some famous pastor like, oh, he said it. So I must be good. And the problem is we never listen to the other side. And I'm going to tell you something, Gabe, that refusal to listen to the other side is a sign of immaturity. When when you find yourself in a position where you can't look, man, I don't care how like you could be the, the, the falsest prophet out there. I can sit and listen to your position. Like, okay, why do you believe this? I can listen because it's like, okay, I'm going to give you that. But then I'm going to be able to respond to what I heard. And a lot of people now don't like to actually respond. So they'll say, and I'm going to let you finish your thought. Cause they'll be like, you may, they'll say that to you about, Hey, why does God allow this to happen? You'll give them a response. You'll go to the word with them, give them examples. And then they will just go to the next topic. They, right. they won't actually address what you said. Right, right. What, what, what it comes down to at the end of the day, Jay, is how do we filter through the information that we're getting? How do we judge whether or not the information we're getting is solid? And really, it, go, it, it falls on us taking responsibility for our own personal walk. Um, you shouldn't be like, I don't encourage my listeners to even listen to my show without having, and I'm not going to say not listen to my show, but I encourage my listeners, Hey, make sure you develop a personal walk with the Lord. Don't let my show is not your time is not a replacement for your prayer life. Your show Inspire God's people is not a replacement for you reading the Bible um, exactly. on your personal time. Like we have to take responsibility for our spiritual growth and, and we can't live off of other people's commentaries when this walk with the Lord is a personal relationship. It's supposed to be a personal relationship. All of these things are are can be good. Like my show, your show, um, our music will help encourage you in your walk, but you have you have to have a foundation um, in pursuing God for yourself. Look, you I know, want, I want to say something about that because that's a mm-hmm. good point. Um, you know, in my studio, I'm I'm in my studio now, um, Studio B. You know, what I'm saying it's a Studio B, B the, the <laughs> podcast, the Studio B, the music studio, Studio A. But um, mm-hmm. you know, when I I come in the studio every week to do this show. And on my walls, I have, you know, I wanted my walls to have, you know, artwork that um, kind of continued to inspire me. So you'll see, you know, one picture says inspire. Another one says working hard for something we love is called passion. Another one says Mm. success is built on failure. Now, here's the thing. I keep these things around me to further encourage and push me down the path I want to go down. But me having a sign on the wall that says inspire 
doesn't replace me actually coming on this show and inspiring God's people or my time reading the word. Like, so the point you're making is our shows can be like these pictures on the wall that are here to, you need them. I need those pictures and negative pictures would throw me off, but the pictures alone are not the source. Jesus is the source. Like I'm not Jesus. Like your show, you're not, as much as I can vouch for you as a man of God, like you have flaws. I have right. flaws. You can't just like, and I think Facts. so, like, I think so many people want to be the hero that they can't realize right. that we are all the villain. Right. Jesus came to save us from ourselves. 100%. I'm going to give you the yeah. last word, bro. Um, This has been super dope, man. And, um, Again, I, I definitely sure. encourage everybody to check out Gabriel Parker. Uh, the project is entitled Paradigm Shift, and you're going to hear uh, the Christian rap versions of, um, you know, what we talked about today. A couple things about the pro- project before you, um, you know, kind of um, give your last words. Number one, I'll have Gabe, you know, send me the links, bro. I'll make sure these are in the description of this week's show. So if you're listening to this show and you're like, I don't know how to find the project, don't worry about it. Just go to the description and you'll see Gabe's website and all his information about his album. Um, but also I know that red, um, I know that you produced it, right? So everybody knows red is my producer, but you produce your own music, which is dope. So all the songs are produced by you, um, and red, um, mixed and mastered your stuff, but you are hearing the productions and Gabe Parker. So Gabe, I'm gonna give you the last word, man, to say whatever you want to say about the project, about, paradigm shift the podcast um just whatever you want to say and we definitely appreciate you being on the show this week bro for sure man i appreciate the time man. just having me on most definitely man i think we said so much in this show um just go get the project paradigm shift um go to path of revelation now.com um if you need links to anything that i'm doing from uh uh blogs to merch to links to the podcast links to the music you can find all that at path of revelation now.com uh please follow me on social media at por music now at por music now that's on twitter instagram and facebook um i'm usually really active on my personal page on facebook so you could just look up gabriel parker um but yeah just check out all the content you know i'm our goal is to put out godly content that encourages and challenges you uh, to be a better version of yourself in the Lord. So, yeah, I appreciate this time, bro. Yo, man, thanks a lot, man. Guys, people, make sure y'all check out the Path of Revelation podcast. After you listen to my show, please don't listen to his first. It might throw off your inspiration. No, I'm just joking, man. Check out Gabe's show, man. Leave some reviews on his show. Let him know that you checked him out subscribe, from Inspire Guys People. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Listen, let, let, I'm going to say this before we go, man. People don't realize the importance of subscribing and leaving ratings for the show, man. Please Gosh. do us that favor. Um, It definitely helps. Um, And like you said, we're not all about the numbers, uh, but we are obviously trying to reach as many people with the gospel and with our messages that we can. We just don't live and die by it. And we're not going to do weird things to get it. But we hope that if you enjoy this conversation and others, that you will definitely show love to our podcast and our music. Um, and thanks again, Gabe, for jumping on the show, man. Much love, bro. 
And uh, you know, appreciate and, it. You know, going back and get get back to your your bad kids and, and your wife. She probably going crazy watching them kids right now, bro. <laughs> man, appreciate it, man. Let me get in here and run this daddy daycare. All right, bro. All right, man. Yeah. God's people, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard, please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People. If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface, it's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.